You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Hello, hello everybody. How are y'all doing today? Uh, we have our second episode of Musician Today with a very, very special guest. Uh, he is a producer who has marketed and created five albums his, himself this far. He's a musician, performer, composer since 1976, worked with CTV, CBC, and worked with some amazing artists, received a gold record, received a platinum record. He's number one on the Reverb Nation, multitasks as an arts educator, musician, drummer, composer, director, producer, and recently interviewed one of my favorite artists too, Tina Guo, on his Intuit Worldwide Radio. And welcome, welcome, Fred May. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? <laughs> I know, that's how I feel about every bio. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing, Fred, today? Not bad. Uh, you know, uh, woke up this morning, had a little bit of inspiration. I mm -hmm. managed to uh, get that, uh, can I say, the first track down on another uh, creation. Amazing. And uh, that's what... Uh, inspires me is, is uh, every day um, I look at my day my day is not set up um, that oh I have to do this oh I have to do yeah. that no <laughs> it's whatever I let the day unfold right and that works for me the best amazing I totally agree with that so creative process kind of flows right yeah and I was and so <laughs> I was so lucky to be on your show two weeks ago and we yes. had a nice discussion there too. So if you guys want to check it out, go check it out. It's Intuit Worldwide. And yeah, so how would you say, so getting to the creative process, how would you approach a composition? So when you have an idea and you want to create something, so do you do anything specific towards it? Do you just kind of sit around and wait for it to come to you? <laughs> no, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, I say it's an instrument that's selected, whether it's piano, uh, harp, or even violin or cello. Mm -hmm. um, I may start riffs off with that. Uh, if that doesn't work, then I move to something else. And then uh, once I find it, and uh, then the creation starts from there. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's I basically uh, start things with riffs, and then uh, I sort of build on the riff. It's like uh, building a puzzle, can I say. It's, right. uh, I put the pieces where they belong, and that is the, uh, the long process. Uh, sometimes it, it goes down quick. Mm -hmm. um, I feel uh, when it goes down quick that we've got something on our hands here. Yes. Uh, for me, if I have to spend uh, you know, an astronomical amount of time uh, trying to um, you know, uh, get this thing right or it's not working, I guess I look at it this way. It's a difference between art and mud. Yes. And, and art is when you, fl you flush out that idea, you build on that idea, and then all of a sudden, we've got something. Mm -hmm. And uh, as far as the mixing and everything, then, then there's the uh, frequency thing um, that I get into, you know what I mean? Uh, yes. I, I pick out certain frequencies and, and mm -hmm. uh, highlight those, and, and so that uh, whatever you're doing riff-wise will come across as mm -hmm. effective as it can amazing so frequencies i know that you have a spirit drum like i do too it does yes. that have does that have to do with your inspiration as well um it does in a different way 
my approach to the spirit drum is different from everybody else, and, and maybe mm-hmm. they're doing the same thing. However, I don't sit there and map out um, what patterns I'm going to use for the mm-hmm. specific note, you know, whether it's D major or whatever, or D minor, however the, the drum is tuned in at 432 hertz. I let the drum tell me what right. to play. I love that so idea. My approach, whether I'm doing a ceremony, mm-hmm. uh, a spiritual uh, consultation, uh, one-on-one, is that when I sit down, I did not figure out what I'm going to play for that session. It right. Just, boom. <laughs> uh, it comes and whatever uh, comes, and uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's just a uh, that's my approach to that drum. Uh, I felt that that's what it needed. Uh, right. at the time and I, I stressed that to uh, Mark there when he uh, when I first mm-hmm. uh, met uh, the two that you know this is my approach right. and that's what it has been and it's worked um, a lot of people uh, get benefit out of that mm-hmm. what the benefit is is that I get the benefit of the 432 hertz but also they do so yes. it becomes a win-win situation uh, when you play the spirit of the drum and what I do um, as I do, because I'm First Nation, is I involve the smudging aspect in that. Um, I did a Mother's Day uh, uh, ceremony to the, all the mothers of the world mm-hmm. on Mother's Day a year ago. And, That's amazing. Uh, I, smug, I, smug the, I smudge the four directions and, uh, and bring them into to what I'm doing. And, and at that time, I had a very, uh, you know, if anybody sees that video on my link, at the end of that, I had a very uh, surprising thing happen. Uh, I wasn't aware of it when it was taping the, the video, but anyway, at the end of it, I had a light, uh, a, a sun ray, one ray. It was sunny out behind me, mm-hmm. but one ray came through to the middle of the drum. Wow. And you could see the ray as soon as it started. Mm-hmm. It came in as a fade mm-hmm. and then got brighter and brighter. And as I'm playing it, that... Uh, sunbeam is actually reacting to that tone uh, that's amazing because you can see it going in and out you can see it fading in uh, in and out Mm -hmm. and it stayed right to the end and um, after I viewed that I I said to myself yep I opened up a portal (laughs) amazing that's it that's funny how you say about the sun I'm actually on the topic of the sun my whole family practices this spiritual scientific method of channeling the energy of the sun it comes from kazakhstan so i completely understand what you're saying there there's a beam of kind of serenade beam of light that whenever you are you're opening that portal as you say of your vibration it just comes down on you so that's fantastic by the way mark and melanie just said hi i talked to them on instagram <laughs> hello mark and melanie yay well, in, uh, i think it's goddard or uh flesh something Yes, yes, uh, that's right. We met in Guelph, so that was amazing. All right, so why don't we guys hear one of Fred's amazing compositions and experience that for ourselves? You ready?
there. So how would you say, um, are you familiar with Rammstein at all? Um, <laughs> it reminds me of the Dizonne. Yeah, um, yeah, actually that's the heavy metal band, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. So this guy yeah. was Lete Remembers by Fred. That's the kind of music that inspires me at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's taken a bit of this and a bit of that and, and uh, you know, a plug in here and, uh, and whatever you're using. And uh, like for myself, I'm using an old program. It's a Garretan Orchestra, mm -hmm. which was, uh, you know, put back out in, in 2006. But it works for me yes. because I've worked with it so long. Uh, when you get a plug in and it's new and you're thinking, well, geez, well, you, either you either you get down to it and <laughs> figure out what those dials do or uh, you're going to be lost because you've got so much but I, I was fortunate to have that and just work with that and uh, basically this is the result of it mm -hmm. um, I'm using Nuendo 4 it's an old program but again uh, it all boils down to it works right it, I guess it depends just what texture you're looking for what quality you're looking for right so to me, the strings sounded very realistic. As a violinist myself, I'm always you know picky at that because when there's a sample that just doesn't work, sounds too digital, I can't deal with that. So these are really yeah. good. Were there any real strings on this? A recorded no. players? No. Amazing. Amazing. That's all really virtual. cool. <laughs> um, and that's and, well, that's the thing that you know 
that's the old, or the old say out there, it's that practice makes perfect. Yes. And that's what it had to be. I had to get down, uh, you know, on the keyboard. True. Uh, create riffs. Uh, to me, you know, I know what authentic sounds like. Mm-hmm. And I had to make it uh, authentic as possible. Um, and that's, uh, you know, it was just time. You know, like that, those two albums, it was a, a dance album that I did for, mm-hmm. for, for dance. Those two albums right there took a combination of eight years to, to put down. And, and some people go, wow, yeah, but yes. wow, uh, look at the end result. And that's what it is, is that, you know, when I decided to start this, is I wanted results. Mm-hmm. And the only result uh, that you'll get is if you work on it. And uh, let's face it, there was things in there that I'd taken out. There's things out there that I reloaded again. There was new things that I put on until, uh, and nobody heard it but me and uh, my wife. And by the way, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to mention uh, Ruth Cavanaugh yeah, is the one that did the vocals. Oh, um, I mean, I, I love those. I love the combination of vocals and strings. It's very Beethovenian. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what I call ad libs. Uh, mm-hmm. So she did those, and uh, yes, they were repeated, uh, but it was effective, and uh, we managed to get a good string of mm-hmm. uh, you know area aria there, and um, yeah, it worked, and it worked well, and, and that's what I mean. Who knows that. Uh, Maybe it's uh, maybe as as the creation process went on that uh, we wouldn't have vocals, mm-hmm. but it just seemed to fit, seemed to be the right texture. Can I say? Um, and I mean texture by um, notes. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, each note is, is articulated to 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 make everything happen down the line, and that yes. takes time uh, when you're dealing with the virtual thing, and, and uh, you know not only that, but messing up and. Mistakes too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know it's a big process. Well, there's been many times that I've said, hmm, you know what? <laughs> it doesn't sound right. You know, <laughs> it, but until it did, and, and, right. and, 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 and I guess with myself being Taurus, I guess that's a perfectionist side. <laughs> um, and very practical be, side too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, no, it has to be. And, and that's, that's sort of my mentality all, all the way along. Is that, you know, and I don't. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, create something and say, hey, George, come on over and listen to my tune. <laughs> I don't do that stuff. It stays in the computer. It stays until it's done. I until see. Until it's radio yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's released. Fantastic. And I try to stress that with some artists is that, you know, okay, you're, you're all excited. You got into the studio. <laughs> and now you've got your, your, your master or yes. whatever you, you did, but it's still not done. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound done. Right, right. But don't release it because once you've released it, it's out there. Yeah. What more? What more <laughs> do you want me to do? I'm sorry, it's gone. You've released it. Unless you come up with something else, um, or a remix or something, uh, then maybe we can do some uh, changes. But other than that, you've released it. It's gone. Yes. Uh, start over. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's the difference between a process of somebody with experience who already has an ear for it and someone who is relatively younger in the process. So for me, I do like to have people give me feedback, right? So if I've created something new that I haven't done before at all, I like to invite some audience just to give me a little bit of feedback. Like, how does this come off? How does it sound? Is this the effect that I'm hearing? Is this what I want it to do, right? So that's kind of like a test group. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's excellent to have. I don't Mm -hmm. have that. I have myself, I have my wife, 
And your ears. As far as comparison, yeah. Yes. As far as comparison, it's go, hey, I'll put on a Beethoven. It's just a comparison. Yeah. Meaning you're saying, well, geez, you're comparing yourself with him. Yeah. Because that's probably the top of the line right there. You know what I mean? Yes. I think if he lived today, he would do exactly the same thing that you're doing. He would absolutely be on it. And plus, add to it the technology we have and the social media. He would be the rock star of today. <laughs> he would. I know he would. All right. So, guys, why don't we hear another composition of Fred's? It's This Child's Catharsis. And here we go.
applause. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. So, uh, what would you say inspired this piece? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it has to do with letting go, you know, mm-hmm. and um, there's just so much, uh, can I say, in this world that uh, kind of builds up and it becomes a catharsis, you know. Yes, and, that's true. Uh, it's, it's like letting go of everything and then, um, you know, coming back to your own, basically. And uh, again, as you, you noticed, I uh, started off with the riff and mm-hmm. then we layered top of it and the um, the actual middle the, the sections as you hear that go off sort of uh, that was actually a mistake and <laughs> oh <laughs> and I can say it's a happy mistake uh, I meant to actually play more in there but all mm-hmm. of a sudden for some reason my keyboard cut out and I was <laughs> doing it and it just I just said you know what and I listened to it back and I thought let it go yeah. let it go let that section go you mm-hmm. know and see, that's what I find, you know, with when when you're creating um, mm-hmm. like this, is that what's important is uh, less is is better. Yes. Um, so there's you know there's stuff in there that I've taken right out that wasn't necessary to what can I say the foundation or the rift that I was uh, you know trying to flush out, mm-hmm. and that's basically what I do is I create the rift and I flush it, you know, yes. and make it. Uh, make it happen, you know, and if it requires drums, fine. Um, I've had people in the past, in fact, drummers that I've known, for, uh, they can't, you know, they look at me and they say, Cliff, there's no drums in it. Well, <laughs> you know what? I looked at it, yes, you're right, I am a drummer, blah, 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 by love. You know, that's how things started for me, and they, they, they can't figure out, well, how come there's no drums in it? Well, you know what? It didn't require it. Yes. It's not necessary. And for me, uh, you know, being a drummer at the beginning, I'm thinking, you know, yeah, okay. So as you hear hear on that, is that the drums are layered uh, Mm -hmm. quite back um, because I didn't want them to be, um, you know, this is not Phil Collins, you know. Yes, yes. Taking over the whole theme, yeah, yeah. That's right. No, no, this is not the point. We have to flush this out. We have Mm -hmm. to. Um, you know the string parts have to, uh, uh, you know the melody has to uh, to take its uh, it takes off on its own mm-hmm. uh, basically, and, and that's how um, it's created. You know mm-hmm. for me anyway, and and, and that's what uh, the results. And I, and I find that a lot of stuff that you hear today, there's no melody. Like like where's this going? I, I love your your, your <laughs> vocals, but 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 you know it, there's so many buts. So. Uh, uh, no structure, can yes. I say, and, I, and I, I'm agreed because I'm not just, hey, I'm the one thinking out of the box all the time, right, I right. agree with that totally, but there's a time and a place for that where mm-hmm. it's going to work and where it doesn't, Yes, you know? that's true. and if you don't, uh, uh, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, as far as melody concerned, well, melody goes back with me to um, Elton John days. Mm-hmm. Um, his melodies and his, and his uh, you know, Candle in the Wind and, and all those were so, um, it came across so beautifully along with his voice and that's what sold it. If you listen to his mixes, you know, uh, from 
back then, you know, his, his, obviously his piano is right there, his voice is right there, and everything else is layered back, including the drums. Mm -hmm. uh, drums were, you know, uh, at times where, you know, you really had to listen mm -hmm. to what uh, the drummer Nigel at that time was, uh, was playing because it was just layered um, mm -hmm. back. So, and that's, see, and that's what carried the music, and that's what, uh, that's what did it. That's and amazing. It's just little things that I've learned over the years. Mm -hmm. um, and I do want to say uh, one inspiration uh, that was very big for me was uh, Danny Langlois. Um, mm. Everybody knows him as uh, you know the producer for U2 and uh, Peter Gabriel. Um, he's done Robbie Robertson. Mm -hmm. And he's done so much. But back then in the day, and I'll tell you a little bit of story about that, is that <laughs> back in 76, uh, I went into the studio just to, I, I, back, I went through the yellow pages. Here I'm a kid at 16, and I thought, boom, there, boom, uh, MSR Productions. Okay, well, I'll call them. They had a Hamilton number, so I call them, and this gentleman, uh, which is Dan, uh, got online there, says, uh, you know, MSR Productions. Hi, it's Greg Reese. You know, we started talking, and, and basically, I, got, I, you know, he was so, um, I say warm and welcoming um, to say, hey, come on over uh, mm -hmm. to the studio, you know, nice. and he lived, he lived in Ancaster, uh, yeah. here I, <laughs> there's some stuff coming out, um, <laughs> I had my uh, beginner's license and didn't have a license, wow. so I, I, got, I got to get to the studio, so anyway, I got to the studio and, uh, you know, he opened up the back door and said, hi, so I came in and I uh, went down and he says, uh, sit on the drums. So I sat on the drums, and that was basically the first time that I ever experienced studio drums, you know, all mm -hmm. dialed up. And, and, you know what? and from there, I was sold. You didn't need to know anymore. It just sounded so beautiful that I'd ever heard before. Yeah. And that was it. So at the time, um, I wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, drum tracks mm -hmm. at the time. I said, well, I just want to do a couple, few drum tracks, you know, some different grooves and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and just listen to them. But uh, he says, well, we're going to have to postpone it because we're opening up the new studio, Grand Avenue, mm -hmm. uh, in Hamilton uh, next month. And he says, why don't we book it there? And so, yeah, so anyway, it all took off from there. Um, I booked mm -hmm. it, and at the time, he says, well, look, he introduced me to Ed Roth. He says, uh, Ed plays the piano. Uh, why don't you guys put something together? Mm -hmm. And the, the thing that Dan, I remember Dan telling me is that <clears throat> the next if, if this thing takes off, or something, or whatever you do, then Ed gets 50%. I said, okay, nice. fine. And at that time, it's like, yeah, okay, you know, sure. <laughs> you know, because I didn't have any money to pay Ed to collaborate. So mm -hmm. that, you know, that's the deal that went down. Well, lo and behold, mm -hmm. uh, when I was 16, uh, um, Dan had taken the music off the shelf. CTV was looking for a theme for their show. Amazing. So, yeah, so he put it on. They said, we love it. We love <laughs> Great. It. We want it. So then I was called back into the studio to redo it all over again mm -hmm. so that uh, they wanted to make it into a single. Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, And it was for CTV, a show called Live It Up. Mm -hmm. And that was back in 79. And, uh, yeah, I received uh, royalties from the 26 seconds of the beginning and end of the show. For 23 years nice <laughs> so, yes I had success at the beginning and you know what 
it was something that I thought of, you know, mm -hmm. and it just goes to show you the power of suggestion in this business does work. Yes. Because at that time, you know, back in 76 and me being 16, I was breathing and, and, and eating music, you know what I mean, <laughs> at that time, and I just wanted to have a single out somehow, and there it was, it all just unfolded right in front of me, and, uh, you know, thanks to Dan and, and mm -hmm. uh, Ed and the boys at, the, at Bob Deutsch at the Grand Avenue Studio, um, I probably wouldn't be here because of the, you know, the relationship in, uh, extended into they needed renovations done, so here I am painting uh, <laughs> a place too, uh, and making some money on the side and trying to, you know, but getting into those recording sessions with Dan, because I had the opportunity because I needed a break, right? So I'd come down, or Dan, did, Dan didn't want to hear me uh, scraping doors up in the attic, <laughs> he recording the bass from the attic. So he said, come on down for a minute. So okay, I went down. But sitting into those set, uh, uh, sessions was, uh, was just amazing uh, how Dan uh, conducted himself beautifully. You know, you can tell that this, you know, in fact, there was one incident where um, this fellow, uh, Willie P. Bennett, couldn't uh, couldn't get this note in this certain section, and he tried everything. In fact, <laughs> they must have, they must have they, and this is dealing with tape, eh? so it must yeah. have rolled back about ten times. Wow. And Dan says, <laughs> like, I'll fix, Dan says, I'll fix this. Mm -hmm. So he gets up, he goes out, and I follow him, right? Uh -huh. And he says, Willie, he says, lay down on the floor. Yeah. You know what? First take, he hit the note, and that was it. Done, side sealed, pasted, done. I heard about that, that it's easier to sing in a horizontal position. Yeah. Somehow, and yeah, just, that works. Just knowing that, you know, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have no idea, you know, at that time, <laughs> lay down on the floor. But that just goes to show you what Dan was all about. Mm -hmm. um, he was a fellow that would, uh, would uh, obviously think out of the box. Yeah. And try stuff. Try this. Think about it before you do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I think with uh, with YouTube's uh, guitar on uh, on uh, some of that edge stuff is that that guitar was recorded in a hallway with a Marshall amp. <laughs> you know, so it was thought out, and he knew. Obviously, he did because uh, how successful everything was at the end of it. Again, results. You know, we're, we're Yes, yes. Get into that quality that you're looking for, right? That's right. What do you think about, actually, you touched on this with Tina the other day. So, writing what you love versus writing what you think will be appealing. So, do you find, do you strike a balance in some way? As in, you said melody. Melody is amazing because melody is what we hear, what we're used to, right? What we connect to. So, I think that just makes it more appealing to the audience. If yeah. you structure it around that melody? Well, it depends on the, on the genre, what we're dealing with. You know, if we're talking classical, then it has this, you know, classical has its feel and so does everything else. But yes. it's knowing what to, uh, to channel in on yes. at that time and, and fl again, flushing it out. Mm -hmm. You know, this guy may have a riff or he may have a melody. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's expand on it. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Yes. You're dealt with this whole thing, and you know, uh, it's got everything in but the cowbell. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's just, you know, it's the difference between art and mud. 
Mm -hmm. So when you start pulling those things out of there and you start getting down to basics, yes, you know, that's where it flourishes, that's where it comes from, and that's where you can have, uh, and, and what I do, uh, you know, writing our composition is I love the surprises. You mm -hmm. have to have surprises in your music. Yes. Uh, without surprises, um, it's like, oh boy, you know, you can't wait for that <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. Or you don't listen to them uh, right through or, or, or whatever. But uh, that's what I try to create in everything that I do is, is the surprises. And even some of the remixes I've done, uh, you know, with Josh Stone and, and Seal, uh, some of those remixes that I did, is that I, I threw in some surprises. And yes, mm -hmm. I did, uh, you know, uh, from some of the stems that I received or not received, um, with the Josh Stone was just the vocal. Mm -hmm. um, so I took the vocal and uh, one of the tunes that she did was originally a reggae tune. Mm -hmm. And I, I twisted it to an R&B. But it worked. Yes. It worked beautifully. Yeah. And, um, you know, I can't experience uh, putting music to just a vocal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I didn't, my theory behind that is I don't want to um, disrupt the integrity mm -hmm. of the vocal because, you know, that's what it's all about. This is her. You know what I mean? You can't go in there and put, you know, uh, some sonic thing that, that brings it from there to the basement or something. <laughs> yes. So I try not to disrupt that vocal if I'm doing it that way. And yes, I have done it before, but it was a real challenge with uh, Josh because at the time I didn't know um, what she was all about until I went in and did the research and, um, and seen that she was multi-genre. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my God, I've got, I've got the world here by my yeah. hands, you know, because then, you know, as far as acceptance is concerned and as far as, you know, people listening to it, it's going to fit right in. Yes, Again, yes. results, you know, it's it's thought out uh, before you do something. And, uh, you know, there's been times, hey, there's been times where I haven't thought of it. Mm -hmm. I just hit the keyboards and all of a sudden, okay, I've got something here or how I'm feeling. Yes, you know? yes. Inside, or whether it's sad or happy, or or hey, let's go, you know. Um, but that's what really fuels my um, my writing is to just uh, is is how you're feeling. How is my uh, day unfolding? Mm -hmm. um, I let it unfold. I don't plan. Right. Um, and I and and I learned from that a long time ago. Is that yes, I did plan stuff. Oh, I gotta <laughs> be here. Oh, I gotta be there. Oh, you know. No, you know what? You're just <laughs> running around with your head cut off. And then uh, once you realize that, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And and that's what the work for me is just let my day unfold. Mm -hmm. Don't push it. When you push it, guess what happens? Oh, I was in an accident. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's just all of a sudden you're, mm -hmm. you're wondering what's wrong. But until you catch it and work with it and see that it works mm -hmm. you know that's the same with the uh, you know the inspiration and the intuition of the spirit drum yes. you found that out exactly right all of a sudden you know but my approach is not to sit there and figure it out you know what i mean i'm mm -hmm. playing it so it's going to play for me so that's it's, right. it's basically telling me what to do i forgot who but said that but it was one of the classical composers he said let the piano play for you. Just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Exactly. I don't remember who it was, yeah, but <laughs> no, no, you're directly on 
mm-hmm. that would say mm-hmm. that's exactly how um, the approach is and it may be different for, for somebody mm-hmm. else but all I know is it worked for me yes well with creative process I completely agree I'm the same too and even when I am running around with my head cut off, you just have to find the time, right? You just have to book that time for yourself to be creative and not worry about what you got to do next. Even if it's like a half an hour period where you can just write down some riffs and then you know where you're going to take them next so that in the next half an hour period that you have, you know that you're going to do this development, you're going to add this instrument, right? So in a way, it's, it's very similar, right? Guilty, guilty. I did that. Getting your own studio and getting down to work and learning what to do, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what I had to do. I had to learn how to mix, or what's a mix, or, or what you know, uh, what, uh, what's a plugin. You know, I had to yeah. learn all that stuff, and, and yeah, that's the only way that you're going to be able to do it and cost effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's going back with it, getting to a point you can stop three hours minimum for me in the studio. Yeah. And um, I've learned also uh, mixing at a lower volume. So, you mm-hmm. know, if you want to blow your ears out, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for me, mixing at lower volumes is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go for hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. I find that too. Yeah, I started doing that as well. And also when you're hearing something at a lower volume, you hear different things in it. It's not the same as if you have it full blast and it's just boom, boom, boom in your ears. But you're hearing like a next layer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got to think about it long term in your career. Oh right. yeah. yeah. You know, um, you know, there is going to be a point where uh, um, I'm going to retire, and uh, it has to uh, because you know I've been uh, since '76, so uh, mm-hmm. do, the, do the math on that. How many how many years is that? Oh God, if <laughs> I could do a math right now, <laughs> that was before I was born. <laughs> like. Like um, at least 12 years before I was born. Uh, I was asked a question uh, a few weeks back. What would you say to somebody that was starting in the, just want to start in the music business? Exactly. I'm full of encouragement. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm looking at my perspective, not at what they're what they're going to put. Mm-hmm. As far as my perspective is concerned, get a job. Mm-hmm. Seriously, because what I have been through in the last four years would rack anybody's mind and would not even be near it. You just have to keep pushing, no matter what it is. Actually, I watched the video of Tina's as well. She said that 80% of everything you do, for most people, it's probably not 90% of everything you do, you fail. So you just have yep. to keep pushing. You, those 10% is what really matters. That yep. you give up, when you give up, that's when you really fail. <laughs> you just yep. have to keep going. Yeah. Yes, yes, I know. Just like me running my podcast. <laughs> it's only episode two, guys. We're going to get better and better. <laughs> well, Fred, thank you so much. What an insightful, insightful episode. I can't even speak anymore because I'm so deep in listening. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you for sharing thank your you music. I can't wait, guys, to repost it on our podcast file. And stay tuned for next week's live. And we're going to have Fred back sometime as well, maybe with some new music. Yes? Sure. Well, I got, uh, I'm probably about, uh, as you know, the two albums that I have out, I'm probably about six CDs ahead. Mm, wow. In, in material. I've already, it's already stored and ready to roll. It's Amazing. It's of, of how I want this to, to unfold mm-hmm. from here because I've seen what's unfolded so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting, listening, like everybody else, waiting, listening, and hearing. Yes, that's amazing. 
All right, Fred. So if you guys want to find Fred and his music, uh, stream it, listen. He's on Reverb Nation forward slash Fred May. You can't miss him because he's number one <laughs> on Reverb Nation. <laughs> Just Google it up. And if you're looking for his radio as well, it's Intuit Worldwide. I was on it last month. Had a great time. So check it out. The episode with Tina is on there too. So that's my personal favorite. <laughs> Thank you, Fred, so much. Have an amazing day. And thank you. thank you for having us today as well. Thank and you so much. thank you. Here we go, guys. That's all, folks. If you like Iron Fiddle songs, download them at irbermenke.com forward slash music. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>